Welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by my business partner, Kevin Watson, and we're talking about what's happening in the world, what's happening with the fitness industry, what's going to happen with Boxing Burn, and how this came at a, such a bad time, uh, not just for the company, but for me personally. We give you our thoughts on absolutely everything. If you didn't know right now, Box and Burn are doing live workouts on the Box and Burn YouTube channel, which is just youtube.com forward slash Box and Burn. We're doing between three and five classes every single day. Live classes, we're doing them for free. It's donations only. Uh, so go along to the Box and Burn YouTube channel and check that out. Here it is, the Box and Life podcast with me, Tony Jeffries and Kevin Watson. Enjoy. Welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast, where we talk about everything from boxing to business. Fighting Manny Pacquiao is is an experience. It's not a fight. Mindset to money. I, I think any business, you have to make it someone's third place. Speaking to some of the world's most interesting people. So that would be considered an example of a biohack, where I'm hacking my biology. From Sutherland, England. Now living in Los Angeles, California. You put him in the ring with me in his day, and I'm talking his best day, and I'm 50 right now. I will knock him out. Here's your host, 2008 Olympic medalist and former undefeated professional boxer, Tony Jeffries. Hello, and welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast. With me, Tony Jeffries, and alongside us, I've got my business partner, Kevin Watson. How's it going, mate? Good, man. Doing well, as well as we can be. How, about, how are you? I'm all right. You know, I get asked all the time, how, how are you? And uh, that's what I've, just, what I've just said there. I'm all right. That's what I normally see. But really, I mean, I'm all right. I'm healthy. Yes. My family's healthy. That's the main thing. It is, yeah. Right? That's the main thing during all this time right now. Business, on the other hand, different story. But the family is, is okay. That's that's uh, the most important thing. Yes, it is. Yeah, and it is. Yeah, and I, whenever anybody asks me, you know, it's and it's a good reminder. And I feel like we get asked a lot right now. But you know, the thing that we have to focus on most right now is what's in our control. And because there's a lot of things happening that's out of our control, and that's shitty, quite frankly. But you got to focus on the things you can control. That's what we're doing, I think. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's. People say it's 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 a mindset, exactly what you said. There's nothing we can do about what's going on in the, in out there in the world with this coronavirus. So what can we do? And that's what we've done with business, as a lot of you guys know who follow us. Uh, we we've pivoted and we've went straight to doing it online, uh, which a lot of gyms are doing now. And that's kind of one of the only things like right now we can do. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna be doing more and adding more stuff and more more content for everyone to be able to work with, uh, and yeah, it's it's rough for us, like it's rough for all businesses. But with this with this fitness industry, like it's it's essential that people get the workouts in. It's part of everyone's well, not everyone's, but a lot of people's everyday lives. So yeah. it's on us as the fitness providers to provide them with with health and fitness, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they look to us and uh, for that, obviously, when things are usual, uh, we're going about our day-to-day lives, they come here for, and they look to us for that. So uh, the biggest, one of the biggest things about us and about Box and Burn is our community, if not the biggest. And so we uh, made that decision really quickly to, you know, get these classes up and online and keep our community engaged and keep 
given them everything that we can uh, in terms of you know what they come to us for and it's it's been really cool to see that I think it's been pretty special and um, just a testament to us or not us but as our to our community and, and what we've created and established here it's pretty special to see those people joining in and and now we're reaching people across the globe as well yeah. with our classes which is i think been, been pretty really special to see yeah I've, I've really enjoyed doing these online classes it's something different and, and when you're in there in the moment you're kind of forgetting about all when, when we're teaching yeah. we kind of forget about everything else that's going on and we're there teaching with our energy and our passion uh, so yeah it's really good to, to do that and i know that the, the feedback we've been getting is amazing and like I said there's a lot of gyms and fitness businesses doing that out there and I think it's definitely the right way to go and whether you've got one person two people watching you when you're doing these if it's a live workout or 50 60 or, or 5,000 it doesn't really matter because we're in this industry to to help people right and so if we're helping one person or two two people that's amazing we're, we're doing well and continue to do that and if you if you are a fit pro doing this and you're not getting many views, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just keep doing it because the views that you are getting, you could be really making an impact on on that one or two people's lives. So keep doing it, you know. And then and then it'll just grow as well. So that's a great point. I think, and that's something that we preach to all our 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 staff and our trainers uh, when we're running about our normal business. And every single person, every one new face that walks in here is is equally as important as everybody else. And you have to do everything in your power to retain those people and make sure they come back. Uh, and that's one of our you know, principles that we drive home with all of our staff. So you know, if you're out there and you're doing these workouts and you only get, you're only getting one or two or three people or however many it is, do everything in your power to retain those people and get those people back. Uh, take care of those people. Keep them happy. Give them what they want. Uh, give them a good product, a great service. And and slowly but surely, you'll you'll build on that, and then those people, those two or three people, start to refer you to their friends. They want you, uh, uh, they want to do those workouts with their friends. So then they'll bring them in, and then it's just slowly but surely, you you compound and grow that way. Yeah, yeah. So it was um, March 14th when Mayor Garcia, is his name? Garcia, yeah. Garcia, uh, Garcetti, Garcetti, not Garcetti. Garcetti yeah. announced that all the gyms in Los Angeles County will have to close. And it was funny because I think it was about March 10th, Kev was like, Sunday's going to be the last day. And I was like, yeah. But really, I was thinking, not a chance that they're going to close all the gyms. There's too many gyms. Uh, there's, there's, there's too much to with, within the business economy for them to, to lose to, to close all the gyms. Mm -hmm. And then, like, like you said, you were right, Kev. On, on, that, on that Sunday, you make the announcement, March 15th, we closed. We were planning on doing changing the class formats, ch changing everything. That's right. Lowering the f lowering the, the the caps of classes, we've made all the changes. We put so much work in there, changing everything around, and then it was just like psh, closed. It's like oh shit, <laughs> straight away we pivoted, like we've been talking about, went straight to the live workouts, and you know what was what was pretty cool about that is none of us had ever done that before, and we learned a lot on the job. You know, we learned a lot on the job, and uh, so we're learning a lot as well. But while we're doing this, and uh, but yeah, back 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 when the when it closed, like big shock, big shock. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it kind of seemed like it came out of nowhere. It just came out of left field. Like we, there were these little rumblings about you know this this virus, and you know a lot of people thinking, oh, it's it's gonna come and go, and 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, we can talk a lot about that, but uh, in the back of my mind, I knew, you know, or at least felt that, you know, there wouldn't be this major push. I mean, I know we all have our opinions about the media, but, uh, you know, I can't, I'm not a huge conspira conspiracy theorist, and I wouldn't think that the media is out there pushing some major virus that, that is going to, you know, affect our economy and, and our everyday lives the way it, it has at this point. So I just felt in the back of my mind, well, something, something's going to happen, you know, and, and it all happens so quickly. And you're right, we're, you know, this is day to day right now. I mean, obviously we know now we're all the way through April uh, with, with the closures, but in the beginning it was day to day and we, we really knew, didn't know what was the next day was going to hold and what news we would get. And uh, would it be shorter? Would it be longer? Would it, you know, so it's, you know, having that ability and that fluidity to be able to adjust and change and kind of do things on the fly really helped. You yeah. Know, so, yeah. And <coughs> yeah, it, it went from being normal to like closed within the matter of a, of a, of a week. And uh, the, the timing like for, for us was real bad. Like it was the week of the Ursa event. The Ursa event is a, the biggest trade show in the world, and we were about to announce our new business project with Box and Burn, our licensing program, which we will announce, but not right. I guess I've just announced it, but not right now. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna we're gonna be announcing something real soon. We got all the marketing materials done. We've put weeks, months of work into getting to that point, and then on the Wednesday when it was supposed to happen, it was the Monday when they cancelled their event and. That event cost like four and a half grand plus all of the marketing materials and everything else. And they've told us that we can't get a refund. We get the credit for to do it again, right. which is which you know, that's fine. Uh, so that that was one thing where I was like, this time and couldn't have been any worse. Then the other thing, where I live right now in Santa Monica, it's uh, it's 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 beautiful, it's a great location, it's right next to where my wife works in the hospital, it's in between both gyms. And then we've been looking for a, another house and we found another house. What I sent you the pictures of in the in mm -hmm. the valley, and this house was on top of a hill with views of the city, a swimming pool. It was absolutely gorgeous, and I was like, "We've got to do it. We do it." We made an offer. Offer was go get pending. While the offer was pending to to rent it, it was. That's when the gym's closed. Like, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Offer well accepted. Yeah. Our. Uh, uh, income, not our income, but uh, our what's it called? Revenue. Revenue kind of stopped. So it was like, I can't afford this now. Good, yeah. yeah. it found the dream house, and then it just got <laughs> fucking ripped away from us. Yeah. But again, it all comes down to what's the what's the most important thing, and it's the health, right? So family and the health. Yeah. That, that's it. So so I can't complain about that. I'm not. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's put it put a lot of things on pause for a lot of people. Uh, in some way form or fashion for almost everybody it's it's put life on hold and I was speaking to some friends yesterday about it. it's just like I feel like it's either it's either one or two things for people you're either a lot more uh, or a lot busier than you were not to say you weren't busy already but because you're you're having to pivot and change and, and adjust with these times so that's creating so much more of a workload and trying to figure out how to get your job done or you're not doing anything at all yeah so either it's like and and from the people I've spoken with, it seems like it's it's one or the other, and it's you know it's pretty fascinating to to think about, um, not in a good way obviously. And we see these these numbers, you know, and we call them numbers, but they're not numbers; they're lives. You know, it's like you see these on the news, and 
like, oh, what are the numbers today? And then you, yeah. see, you have to stop and think for a second. You're like, wait a minute, those aren't numbers. Those are people. Yeah. You know, those yeah. are people, and it's affecting so many people. And I think we lose sight of that at times. And you know, I, I really pray this is not the case, uh, or hope. I shouldn't say pray. <laughs> not much of a prayer, but I hope by, you know, but by the end of this week, I mean, it's we'll see. Let's hope that the the numbers and the projections and the, all these models they have are wrong. But if they're not, you know, and we we get to those hundred thousand, that hundred hundred thousand, you know, in the next couple of weeks or whatever. By the time this is all said and done, like we're all gonna know people that were yeah. severely impacted and and scary thought, and and if it's not a pleasant thought, it's not something you want to spend time. But it's it, for those at home, you know. It, I guess it's a good way to kind of look at it and to keep your uh, keep you know understanding that we all have a, a role to play, and that's you know to to stay at home as much as possible and to to be healthy and to you know make sure we're not spending time and around people we shouldn't be around yeah. and, and keeping our, our, our networks very small in terms of who we're around personally. Yeah, because we, we all think it'll not happen to us and that's what I thought. That's, that's why when you were saying the gym's going to close, I was thinking, that's not going to happen to us. That doesn't happen to <laughs> us. Like, and it's the same with this. It's like we're thinking that coronavirus will not happen to us. And, and for the first time like last week, I was thinking this shit could happen to us. It really could. And I will loved ones and our elders who, who, who were around so that's why like this is the closest i've been to anyone who's out of me family for for the last i don't know like last week you know because and uh just keeping away because trying to trying to keep healthy all the time because it can with them numbers that's projected a hundred thousand minimum is fuck, it's ridiculous it's scary it's so so scary you know and i i knew it was serious uh last week when we went to the beach i, I took the kids to the beach with the missus and um, last weekend and the lifeguard come and he was like listen you've got to be off the beach you can't be off the beach you can't be on the beach and I know that they said it in the news a little bit they're advising people not to be at the beach but when you were there and then you got kicked off the beach it's like shit you know shit got kicked off the beach yeah it's real isn't so it? I punched him really hard in the face <laughs> and said no mate it's my not." <laughs> yeah they I mean you I think you've seen it down the bluffs there in, in Santa Monica right on in Palisades Park they've put a fence up and all the way down all the oh, way really the yeah because yeah, no one was no one was really listening I mean that's that's kind of like my front yard so I go out there and walk my dog a lot and whatever you know a couple times a day but you know you see people out there just doing picnics and, and going about life as as usual and um, I think it was the last weekend or no, is it maybe, yeah, I think it was last weekend. Um, I was walking Kendrick and, and I saw one of my friends out there and he was with some friends and, uh, was heading back to the house. And then the the cops rolled by on their, on their, uh, bullhorns telling everyone exit the park. You must leave the park. Wow. It felt so, so real. I thought it was like, it really felt like it was in a movie. We kind of just looked at each other like this is happening. I mean, they weren't being forceful by any means, but they, you know, it's, 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 Yet. It, it may, yeah, right. Well, yeah, it, and it makes things really register with you at that time. You're like, this is real. Right. Like, this is, this yeah. is real. So, so <coughs> my wife, if you don't know, she's a nurse. She works in the emergency room on the front line, uh, working loads and loads of hours. She's doing amazing. I'm so proud of her and all the other nurses around the world. Uh, and <coughs> this weekend, I, I thought, you know, she's she's been stressed and all that a little bit. I'll take it to Palm Springs with the kids. So we, we jumped in the car 
and we drove to Palm Springs, 12 hours away, and I looked on Airbnb, found a, a gorgeous house, it was like $250 a night, or two, whatever it was, and it was a gorgeous house for a pool, I thought, I'll get there, the kids will love it, they've been stuck in the house, my wife will love it, so on the way there, and I messaged the guy, waiting for him to reply, I got there, and he replied, Airbnbs are cancelled, you can't use, you, you can only book Airbnbs if you're 30 days or longer, I'm like, oh shit, so the next step was, we found a hotel, so we found a hotel, and uh, there's a few. I was ringing all the hotels. There's a swimming pool open. The swim, all the swimming pools are closed. We stopped in. There's a little Hilton hotel in Palm Springs. We stopped in there, and it wasn't just the swimming pool that was closed. Everything was closed. Mm -hmm. The room service, uh, all the restaurants, the cafe, everything was closed. So she was like, "Steve, so do you really want to stay here?" I was like, "Yeah, I've got. I'm not going to drive back home." So yeah. we stayed there, and and it was like you didn't see anyone while you were there. Yeah, well, it's uh, you gotta, you know, we spoke about it before we had to close. Like, like, what do you do? What's right? Wh like, what's the ethical thing to do for these, for a business like ours or a business like a hotel is where, yeah, you know, what happens? You know, specifically, say in a gym, we're we're doing our classes, we're going about normal business, and someone comes in here, doesn't know or isn't intending to to bring it in and pass that. But then all of a sudden, this is ground zero for a hundred people getting it. So you, you, there's a lot of liability, but also it's just, you know, in risk, but it's also like, what is the right thing? You yeah. know, ethically, what do you, what do you do to, you know, make sure we're doing our part, you know, yeah, we can sanitize and we can wipe everything down, uh, every 10 minutes on the hour, whatever it is. And, and, you know, if someone gets it, then it's, <laughs> it's terrible. It's not good for your business. And it's just, you, you're, you've had that hindsight of like, man, so I understand why the the hotels yeah. are doing that. Oh know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, the kids didn't understand. Yeah, well. <laughs> no, the, the the kids have been great. They've been like, uh, the notes the virus and the avoiding people. And and this morning I had Jade out and she was wearing a mask and she I thought it was a lot of fun and she didn't really understand it, you yeah. know. But like, uh, yeah, I mean, this is something I think my oldest is five. She'll she'll remember forever now. Uh, and one thing I worry about with the kids is the schooling. Like it's, mm -hmm. it really worries me that at this crucial age of five and my other one four and then another one two, but more the five-year-old she's losing out on some uh, very very important education. Mm -hmm. So I was sat in the office this morning for an hour trying to teach her. I'm no teacher. I am. It struggles. I'm struggling with patience to try and teach them yeah. stuff. Uh, but I'm, I'm trying and. That's one thing I, I really worry about. So I wonder if, let's see, this this happens for another four or five months, or will the schools out until after the summer now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, I wonder if that age group we'll we'll see in when when they get older, when they get like I don't know what they are in America, but in England, it's 15, 16, 16 years old, where they do the GCSEs, the exams. I wonder if there's a dip from the education at such a young young age. I don't know. I mean, because it is a really crucial, crucial age. It is yeah. learning right now, developing. They they say that you develop your uh, what's it called? Your I can't even remember the name of it. But your but the way you think, the way you are, as uh -huh. a, a human being, as a grown up, uh, between the years of one to six, yeah. your subconscious mind. That's what it is. you create your subconscious mind uh, in that stage. And I think with learning, that helps your subconscious mind when you get older. Mm -hmm. And if they're missing out at that age, I wonder if it messes with them later. It could be. Yeah, and also think about how they're framing this situation in their mind and how will that, like, 
about you know what it means to 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 be in close parameters with people that are not in your family and and so you know later on yeah. their lives are that is that are they gonna have that wired wired in their brain like about you know germs and shaking hands and giving hugs and going to the grocery store and waiting in lines because they're on right. the, you know so how how you know that the de- de- development uh of, of those those minds could very well be affected by this but who knows you know it's it's i think it really depends on the obviously how long this goes um none of us really know we can all speculate uh but you know say if this if this goes another you know three or four months before things can really get back to normal then yeah i think we're really looking at something where it's like yeah shoot so what's going to happen with with, with with the business like that's another thing it's like well we don't know we don't know what's going to happen with, with Box and Burn, with the future of Box and Burn. We're going to keep doing what we can do. And like you said at the very beginning of this podcast, we'll do what we're in control of, right? Yep. Yep. And that's what we're going to do. Do Working with what we can work with. And believe me that we're doing everything we can to, to keep moving forward in the right direction yep. with a positive mindset. Like, we've, we might say, fucking hell, that's crazy. Or, uh, but we're not complaining. We're not complaining about stuff. Yeah. Because we understand like we're we're healthy, you know. So we're we're good. We're good. And uh, I know you're just me there, but I know that r- like right now when I spend time with my wife and kids, and I'm like, not n- fuck the business, like not not, but like I'm like right. that doesn't like because I'm so worried about the business failing. That's sure. that's my biggest fear. I'm like, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Like no, I'm good. I've got this. I've got this. This is, this is it. I'm good. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. It, there's. It's. And it's also not to say that there aren't moments when I'm sitting at home or, or just. There's so much unknown, and that is that can be very uncomfortable and very yeah. unsettling and very stressful. Cause, what you know, how long is this gonna last? Are, when we're able to open our doors again, what are the numbers gonna look like? Are people gonna have money to come back in here and spend money uh, at the gym? And and you can project and think and pr- try to predict all you want a- and you can manifest and really focus on those things. But what, you know, obviously, yes, it does good to do that and to kind of prepare yourself. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, like, like you said, as long as you're healthy and you're, you are able to kind of get up and your family's doing well and, and, you know, you're able to positive positively impact someone or, or people throughout the day, then, you know, things aren't, things aren't too bad, you know? Yeah. So <coughs> I showed you that video before that I seen, and I, I rarely watch the news. And it was some, go- not a governor, but someone in Texas, some politician in Texas, when he said that he was the governor. I think was Is he, he? The governor or one of the mayor? I think it was a governor. Where he was like, he wanted things to get back to normal, and he was basically saying that he's willing. He's, he was like in his sixties. He's willing to die now to get things back to normal. He's going. Well, he thinks. He's like, I'll sacrifice my life for, for the economy as long as the economy's good. And basically, seeing that that's what should happen, that people should just go back the way they're doing. Yeah, the elders going to die, but fuck them, and that doesn't really matter because we we we'll die for our younger generation, just like they did in the war and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And that got under my skin, thinking you cheeky bastard, putting it out there, seeing that. If you if you if you're elderly, you should be willing to die for for the younger generation through the virus. Fuck that, fuck that to see the economy. Nah, the rec- nah, the economy means fuck all compared to life. 
Life is the most precious, most important thing that we've got. Don't try and say that we can sacrifice that for the economy. Like, yeah, fuck it. Like, let's get back to caveman days. Let's do it. You know, it's not worth someone's life. It, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's a very, very dynamic and complicated situation when you look at it. I mean, you know, and I, I agree with you. I think you you have to you have to do everything you can to stop this. Because I think people who are kind of saying that don't understand that this, this, and I'm by no means a, a, a scientist or a doctor, but don't understand the severity and, and how contagious this disease actually is. And they don't understand like how that can evolve and what that can turn into if you just let it run rampant and go crazy. Uh, yeah, eventually maybe we'll get a, 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 you know, some sort of form of treatment or, or, or whatever it is, but... I do see the other side of it where it's like the economy, if the economy goes to the point of where it was, say, w when it was the Great Depression or whatever, people die when that happens, too, because people become so poor and can't feed their families and, and malnourished and, and, you know, crime and all that goes way up. I can for sure see that side of it, but I, I don't necessarily think that th when you heard that and, and when that guy said that, that's maybe what he was coming from. <laughs> I think he was just saying, like, uh, you know, everything's going to oh, be fine. Oh, he wasn't what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I, no, I, he was saying exactly what you're saying, but I'm not saying that he was saying we should get back to just normal living, uh, because for the reason of everything's going to be fine. I think he was just kind of saying this isn't that going to be that big of a deal. You know, if we, if, if a few of us pass away, whatever, but he's not, I, I don't think he's understanding and, and, and seeing the full spectrum of what can actually happen, yeah. you know. Yeah, so. and he's just licking Trump's ass as well because at the time yeah. Trump was seeing the same thing, so I think he was just trying to, yeah, kiss his ass a little bit. Yeah, Trump. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's 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 frightening, and, and the the information that's out there, you just don't know what's what's true and what's not, and and it's it's quite frightening when you've got the president saying, "Oh, this is a hoax," and you know, 15 people are going to get this, and it's just going to vanish or whatever. And I'm not saying that he he was being I guess, um, malicious or whatever, hoping, you know, whatever your opinion is about him, you know how I feel. <laughs> he, uh, you know, it's, it's scary when you've got the president of the United States, one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful person in the world, saying that this is a hoax and it's, it's not anything or much to worry about. And then all of a sudden we're looking, you know, right now we've got 10,000 deaths and by the end of the week, where are we going to be? You know, it's, I've never it's seen it, but I heard, was it yesterday or the day before when he was seeing the experts are seeing wear masks, mm -hmm. but I, I'm, I'm not going to listen yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. What he a dick! <laughs> what a <laughs> dick! No, I, I've never watched. I was telling Kevin, I've never watched Trump until now, and I knew there was everyone was hating on him all the time, and all that. And then I see it, and then I'm like, this is the reason why everyone thinks he's a tool because he is an absolute tool. What, like, what? Yeah. What's I he mean, talking about? We're also in California, so you guys, the people we're around mostly. But he's got a base. He's got a base, and and you know I I would never want to uh, upset or you know I, we have to find a way for us all to work together. But yeah, it's really really frustrating at times when you are listening to him speak. And by no means is anybody equipped with the perfect level of skill and knowledge to handle the situation. This is something that is uncharted territory for anybody. Yeah. Uh, so no no leader, no president, no prime minister, whoever you are, is going to handle this perfectly. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to say things that they shouldn't say or say things that end up being wrong. But uh, it's just what, what kills me more than anything is when he's when he's talking. I feel like he just he's using it as a moment to make it all about himself 
and and that's not what leaders yeah. do. Oh, that's he's the greatest. Yeah, that's it's like it he's responsible for you know only so many people dying, and, and <laughs> there's one he was talking about his task force that you know and, and Pence and all these people that you know that are working and tireless hours and amount of work they're putting in. And he says something about no one's working harder than Mike Pence right now. He waited, he paused for a second, and he goes, well, except for me. And I'm just like, oh. Is that what he said? <laughs> That's what he said. And, and I was just like, man. Like, and, and look, we're sitting here live on a podcast right now, we, and like, you're vulnerable when you're live. You, you could say things you maybe don't mean or that you oh. – I don't know. I'm, the, I'm by no means a great public speaker. I, I forget tra- my train of thought. I forget words. You know, you put a f- camera in front of me, and I'm, get, I'm getting better, but, like, I'll forget my freaking name. But I'm not the president of the United <laughs> States, man. Like, no you, one, like, is that what he said? No one's working harder than Mike Pence. What about the what about the d- doctors who's working 60 hours weeks and, yeah. like, and being away from the kids? Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, he he was just trying to give credit to Mike Pence because he's been leading this whole, like, this task force right. effort, uh, you know, and – but the, what, the part of it that killed me was, he goes, yeah, no one's working harder or sleeping less than Mike Pence. <laughs> and he paused for a second, and he goes, well, except for me, uh-huh. but maybe me or whatever. I was just like, oh, oh my God. You just oh. fumbled. Expect major. him to pause and then see, well, apart from all the health co- co- right, workers right. and all these other people. No, me, me. Shut yeah, up, man. Shut yeah, up, man. It's just, I mean, we all have our issues, and we all have our problems. But, man, you got you to gotta lead better than that. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Yeah, this is a crazy situation. It was going to be, it's supposed to be in two weeks' time. We're supposed to have the Boxing Burn Academy. We had a course. We had 40 people coming from around the world, coming to Los Angeles to do the course. And now they've all had to cancel the flights and put it back. We've put the course back to the first week in June. Is that going to work? I doubt it. Yeah, I mean. You know what? When we, sorry, you just spoke about the, the gyms when they reopen. Who's going to want to come? And like, the weird thing, the way my mindset is now is like I wouldn't want to be in the gym now training with other people, sure. like like now. But even if they f- they need to find a vaccine, which the miles off find a vaccine, right? For, uh, I mean, from the re- reports, you know, hopefully, like typically people are saying it takes a year, a year and a half to to find. But who knows? You know, but without a vaccine, who who's going to want to go to a public place, not just a gym, but a public place where you are within six feet of each other? Uh, Especially if you spend any time or live at home or caretake for your parents or grandparents, or yeah. You, like that's you know that's for the most part, and 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 from what we are hearing, like people our age and the younger population and forty or, or less, you know, or even fifty and less are, are largely recovering and, and even asymptomatic, aren't showing signs uh, of anything. But if you're you know, if you're someone that has to be around someone of older age and, and, and maybe has bad respiratory health or heart health or whatever it is, a bad immune system, like, it's going to change for you for a long time. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, <coughs> so with the with the Boxman Academy, June could probably is going to be too soon. Uh, with the gyms opening, we got zero idea about, about that. Have you got an idea? About whether people are going to... No, when when will you open? Win? I mean... You had to predict it? If I had to predict, like if I had to put money on it, yeah, I would say at the very least not to the end of May. Best case scenario, maybe mid-May, but I, I don't, you know, I think we'll know a lot more as we, you know, 
hindsight's always twenty twenty. But by the end of this week, I think we'll really know where these numbers are are headed. And you know, they've they've shown in New York, they've shown a little bit of, of slowdown, which is obviously the he most heavily impacted area right now. Uh, and California is actually doing pretty good. Uh, let's just hope that it doesn't take off and go crazy. And hopefully, they keep talking about flattening the curve. I mean, hopefully that that's what's happening. Uh, maybe we weren't behind as much as you know people might may have thought in the beginning hopefully yeah you never i mean you never know it's you have to have a large sample size time period of, of decline to really say okay this is you know on we're on the rebound here so yeah i would say if you I had to bet at least but not until the end of the may end of may um uh, well i've seen the peak the peak of the of the, the death toll is it is going to be the end of april yes and it's going to start dipping after that uh so yeah, I mean, I, I guess I would predict probably the beginning of June, as well. Uh, yeah, the models they were showing that were showing somewhere between 100 and 200,000 deaths, deaths, I think was based off of a timeline through the end of May. Uh, but then, but then, like I said, when it comes back, uh, business can reopen, but people's got to be six feet away from each other. They might do that, or business got to reopen, and apart from things like gyms yes. and close restaurants and. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be a slow rebound and recovery and, and reopening of the economy, just like it was kind of a closure. I mean, I, I'd say California maybe shut down a little bit faster than, than most places in, in the country. Uh, you know, there's still a few, not many, but a few parts that, that aren't, you know, on that stay-at-home order. I know Florida just recently, their governor came out and said, you know, they're doing a stay and that was just recent as, as of like a few days ago. So, and... I mean, Florida, you look at Florida, Florida is a, a state that where like over half their population or something like that is 65 and older because it's like all right. those retirement communities yeah. and stuff. So I see uh, the, the mayor of Elias said he would give snitches rewards. Did you see that? That's the word he used as well. He snitches? Said he, he said, I'll give snitches rewards. If you can snitch on a business that is still operating, that shouldn't be operating, would give you a reward. I was going to send you the link last night. Really? But he, but he, he, used, the <laughs> he used the word snitches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's like guerrilla warfare out there. I mean, I, yeah, it's, I, he seems to have, have, I mean, everyone has their opinion, but he he and, and Gavin Newsom seem to have, have gotten ahead of this, hopefully again, I say ahead of this, uh, and took it really seriously from the start and, yeah. and, and got things handled. But, you know, we'll see in the next week or two. We'll really see what what happens. I think California is like fifth or sixth right now in terms of cases and deaths. So that's pretty uh, remarkable considering how big California is yeah. and the, the the cities and stuff. But uh, obviously, LA is laid out a little bit different than New York. It's a lot more spread out. We're not stacked on top of each other. The, the public transit's not the same. And uh, so you know, but yeah, poor New York, man. It's it's been yeah, brutal. That, that is mad. You know, one of the uh, most popular cities in the world. I think it's one of the most popular, not populated, but one of the most popular cities in the world. Yeah, New York is up there. Is definitely it's like on a standstill. I've seen images of them of the tube stations where they're just everything's just empty and it's just really strange Spooky, to see. It's normally yeah. packed. It's normally packed, and I wonder how long it is until someone makes a movie about this. Not long. People are already right. <laughs> yeah. All I mean, there's already been movies about, you know, stuff like this uh, cont contagion and outbreak. And have you watched those yet? No. No. It's spooky. Contagion's a little bit older. Outbreak's a little newer. And there's, I mean, you got like, 
World War Z, which is like the zombie apocalypse oh, yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's crazy when you watch those movies and the, the uh, you know, I, I personally watched Outbreak and just, you know, with the, the CDC and the World Health Organization and like the the people they must have consulted with when they were writing those movies because like how does how does society react and how how do these things play out and what do these health organizations do to to try to slow and control and how do the governments re so it's it's if you haven't watched them I mean if you don't want to spook yourself out it's <laughs> it's 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 interesting what happens in the end an outbreak yeah you uh does everyone die I remember. I might have fallen asleep by the time <laughs> it happened. But, yeah, I mean, everyone went crazy. Like, people were going, like, they. what was really cool about that movie is they kind of broke it down, like, how it all, and it came from this disease that came from China. This lady who was over there working came on a work trip came back here, and it, it, it shows how, you know, she was at a casino in China dr having a drink. The, the bus boy or bartender came by, picked the drink up. He got it. She took it home. Then everyone in, in the U.S. started getting it, and it was a it was a very like uh, aggressive disease where like you would just kind of be riding the bus, you weren't feeling well, and then all of a sudden you just roll over and die. Right. But you know they talked. They were showing how people reacted when grocery stores ran out of food, and people what they were doing like they, you know, the people with the guns were going in homes and, and you know t robbing people, shooting people. It's just it's spooky, man. It's 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 really spooky, but. We, we all we can do is hope that you know as a, where we are as society today that we it would never come to that. Yeah. But, you know, it's, I seen it's, um, you never know. <coughs> I seen Bill Gates's TED talks. Do you see that from I think it was 2015? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was he basically he said that um, if we start preparing now in 2015 for a, a pandemic, but if it happens, we might be ready for it because mm -hmm. right now we're not ready for it at all. And he's one smart bastard. <laughs> I told you the other, the, the other week, I was at Bo Steakhouse and he was on the table oh, yeah. next to us. Yeah. Bill Gates was on the table next to us. The I never seen him. The waitress just come over and went, did you see who that was? It was Bill Gates. I was like, wow. I yeah. went, who was he with? He was just with one man. She went, but his security was scattered all around. And I walked <laughs> in there with like a hoodie on, mm -hmm. looking rough the way I look. <laughs> and I went and sat on the table next to him. I bet you they were all looking, thinking, who, the f who was that psycho? Well, he's probably used to that up in Silicon Valley. All this, all the tech guys now are that they walk around, you know, uh, what's his name, Zuckerberg, and, and these little hoodies and t-shirts. That's 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 what's in. Right, yeah. The smartest people in the world. Yeah, he, well, he might have thought I was a smart bastard. <laughs> I doubt it. Guys, if you're if you want to help support Box and Burn, you can, but not just by donating, by going on boxandburn.com and going to the store. We've got it. Lots of merchandise on there. You see these this uh, tank top that I'm wearing now. If you're watching this on YouTube, Kev's hoodie. You've got what he's got on there. We've got all sorts of stuff, and we've just done a, a sale on there. I think it's ten percent off for what? Ten percent off if you spend fifty dollars to a hundred dollars, and uh, twenty percent off if you spend a hundred dollars or more. Yeah, and there's so many great stuff, so much good stuff on there. So if you if you can really help us, if you want to go and check it out and get some. Really good swag as well, and yeah. look look like Kev. <laughs> swag, but also we got we got we've got gloves and wraps and a lot of mitts and other things. Yeah, we've got too. so much on there. Drill bits to roll your wraps up, uh, boxing equipment, body shields, all that good stuff. So you can 
go across there and, and check it out. Also, the workouts, if you didn't know that we're doing them, go to the Box and Burn YouTube channel. We're doing workouts. Like, we've got three to four to maybe five a day, some days, all live, all on YouTube uh, for donations only. Uh, so you can come and check them out. Even if you can't donate, can still come along and do the workouts, get the work in. Because like I said earlier on, we want to help as many people as we can. So by you coming and doing these workouts, you're helping us by helping you because we we, we love it, you know, uh, and spread the word about it as well. Yeah, share with your friends. I mean, we want to reach as many people and, and, and try to posit- positively impact people as much as we can. Uh, even if people you know that have not boxed before, um, we will work with them and, and try to do a little rundown of, of, of the basics before we start and everything. But yeah, if we can, if we can reach more people, uh, that is ultimately our goal. We want to bring boxing to everyone's home and yeah. boxing and fitness and just health. So wellness. if you listen to this on iTunes or watching this later on YouTube, we've just getting a comment come through there of Murray saying, you guys are saving me with these live workouts. Going to support you as much as I can through this. Can't wait to eventually come back to the gym. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm glad that we're helping. Yes. Uh, and that, like I said, that's what we that's what we want to do. We want to help as as much as we can. So, thank you for the message. It means a lot. That message means a lot to us. And you know, all the message that we get is is great as well. So, if you want to go and get one of these hoodies, one of one of these hoodie them hoodies or one of these tank tops, go yes. and get one now. Got some the rain time. in the forecast in LA. You might need a rain jacket. I don't know. Just oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing that messed up my head up with this. Because the week all this happened, yes. it was pissing down the rain. It's grey skies, miserable, and I was like, "What's happening to the world?" We've both been here what, like nine years now, almost. Yeah. So. And and I have maybe only seen rain like that once or twice since I've been here, in that nine years. So yeah, it felt so. It really felt like apocalypse type yeah. like scenario. You're like, "What is happening? This is so odd." Yeah. Uh, and right now, everyone is. They've been told to wear masks, so everybody is wearing masks. Like everyone in mm-hmm. the, in the streets and the restaurants, which is good, which is good. Yeah, they say that the masks mainly prevent you from passing on to anyone else. Yeah, uh, there was uh, Neil deGrasse. If y'all know Neil deGrasse Tyson, he posted a really cool thing. Let me see if I can show it to you on uh, his Instagram the other day or yesterday. He's see. amazing, Neil deGrasse Tyson. About like your br- your breath and and the where your you know, your breathing, how it projects and everything. Let's see, Neil. If you all don't understand the importance of these masks, let's see. Uh, is it not on here? Can I see save post on here? Uh, this is boxing. Uh, I swear he posted it. Yeah, he's absolute stud. Neil across Tyson. Uh, I don't know if you can find your save posts on, on here. On, on Oh, you're on, you're on Boxing Burns. Well, yeah, I think I saved it. Hopefully it's still, But it shows, like, where, you know, wearing a mask versus not wearing a mask. And they were using, like, x-ray or whatever to kind of see the, the molecules in the breath uh, and compare the two. And it's just, like, it's, like, crazy different. When you have a mask on, how you're not really those, you know, droplets and everything, and, and your breath is not projecting out. Into right. The, around did I tell people, you so. what Sarah did at work with the glitter? So Sarah, my wife, she, she, she's got we've got glitter glue for the kids. It's like glue, mm-hmm. but it's just full of glitter, and y- you you colour with it and do crafts. She took it to work and she put it on all the nurses' hands, and then they've got to rub it into their hands like that, right? And then makes them work nurses wash their hands, and they wash their hands. 
but there's still someone the way they are. Yeah. And she said, like, this is this is how thorough you've got to wash your hands if you've got this on, because then you'll touch your face, and then you've got glitter on your face, then you'll touch the the, the bed, uh, because my wife is the educator now of the nurses there as well. So uh, yeah, so she was showing them this, and it was like, wow, it's, that's am- it's amazing. It is, yeah. I mean, it's. You, you don't think about it. And like I said, with that movie outbreak, then you really start to think. And you're like, oh, well, maybe it's not that. It, it is that. It ha- does. That's exactly how it happens. Right. And it's, it's it's good for us all to, to be aware and open our eyes a little bit more to that. You know, I'm I'm one person who's not – I'm a clean person, uh, you know, I, uh, but, like, I, I'm, I'm not overly paranoid about germs and touching and, and whatever unless I'm ta- you're talking about the streets of L.A. I'm obviously not going to be laying down. Yeah. <laughs> but, like – you know, it's it's definitely an eye-opener. An eye something that, you know, we should all, hopefully for the long term, if not forever, we adjust and change yeah. and are more aware of. Cause when you said about the, the the kids earlier on when they're used to keeping away from people and not ch- shaking hands and touching, mm-hmm. I wonder if we're affected like that? Because we fist pump everyone, hug everyone, shake hands with every single person that we... That we so even now it's awkward to, to, to not do it. You know, there was a... There was a fellow come and fixed the door last week. Uh, and he's from where I'm from, in the north of England. And he's like in his 60s. And he came in and it just felt so awkward not shaking each other's hands. And he felt awkward and I felt awkward. Like, and it was like, ugh. Yeah. And then, then after, when we spoke for him, after he fixed the door and he left, he went, Tony, when all this is over, I want to come and see you. I will give you a big hug. And I went, yeah, <laughs> man, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. So this is it. Watch. If y'all go to Neil Degrasse, uh, so it's not his account, right? I think that's. Oh, is it? It is. I think maybe there's multiple, but you see, this is. You see wh- oh, what happens yeah, when the you molecules when you he coughs or breathes. Yeah, that's amazing. Crazy. And then it's just germs, just everywhere. Like the, when you wear the masks, it's it's staying on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not projecting out. Yeah. Uh, I just sent Kevin a selfie yesterday. I had a picture. I I, I put one of them eye masks <laughs> on me mouth and nose because I never had a mask. But my nose is too big and I just poked out the top of the eye mask. <laughs> if you guys are looking for masks, our friends here, uh, with, I guess, medmasksupplyco.com. That's that's uh, Co.com? Medmasksupplyco, as oh. in like company.com. Uh, so, so we've just ordered. Yes, yeah, yeah. Are they forty dollars each? Uh, yeah. We're, well, it depends on how many you buy. Oh, that was for a f- six pack. Oh, right. So I was they're twelve dollars. Wow. Bu- yeah, no. They're making a fortune. Like ten, eleven bucks a piece. But they're they're nice, reusable, washable masks. You know, <laughs> our friends yesterday were talking about like, you know, you know, like you wear a suit, you got a pocket square and a tie as features or whatever. Like, yeah. are our companies gonna start using like masks now, even after all of this, as like a as a accessory or like right, a fashion yeah. designer uh, masks and shit. Yeah. I guarantee you they're probably already doing it. I thought it was pretty funny. They they mentioned that. I was like, maybe. <laughs> well, we just put an order in, kind of, through a guy from, I don't know where he's from. But he, uh, he we we trying to order some masks, and we're going to give them to everyone for free who, who purchases stuff off the website as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't purchase right now, because you should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's funny because they, they they say, oh yeah, now we recommend wearing masks. Like, well, shit, we can't. Nobody can get any masks. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. But the good thing about being owners of a gym, right? When when the everyone was panicking about not having toilet paper, we've got <laughs> stacks of toilet paper. Did you take it all? I can't find any. 
No, I didn't. T- <laughs> I actually didn't take any. I've got my office is full of toilet paper, so I was good. I think our our staff's been sneaking in here. Oh, really? No, I don't. I don't know. I'm just then uh, the alcohol hand gel as well. We've got tons of that. So don't. But, but it's not here anymore. So don't come try and burgle the gym for it. <laughs> there we go. Someone's <laughs> gonna bust through our front. You know, in England, in Sunderland, where I'm from, the someone someone burgled an old lady's house and pinched the toilet paper. It was on the. I mean, it doesn't surprise paper. me. You cheeky bastards. <laughs> Pinching in the toilet paper. Bidets are going to make a major comeback, maybe. Bidets. The, the Bidets, we call them. Bidets. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's probably how it's B-I-D-E-T-S, right? Is that Bidets. how you spell it? Something like that. Well, no. So that's probably right. I mean, it's, it makes me feel a little uncomfortable, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, I think that's all we've got for a deal. If you enjoyed this, maybe we do another one next week. Maybe we keep get a, a regular occurrence. Um, I miss doing the podcast. Carl hasn't been on for a while. So, yeah, let us know. And if you're listening to this on iTunes and or, or, or Google Play, you can go to uh, YouTube, watch the videos on there as well. Again, go to Box and Burn YouTube channel. That's where all of these live workouts are. Come and see us there. Also, go to boxandburn.com. See the discounts on the store there. You know, help us out, buy, buy some stuff, and uh, that will be great as well. Also, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this. That would be mint too. Anything yeah. I Kev? Uh, stay healthy, y'all. Follow, follow rules and, you know, listen to what they're telling us to do and let's all do our part and hopefully this is over sooner rather than later and, and stay tuned on our workouts, guys. Uh, and, you know, we just want to put as much positivity out there as we can. So hopefully those are helping and, and uh, please share those with your friends. It would mean a lot. Let's see if we got any comments here. Anything? Oh, yeah, Nels is here. What's up, Nels? That's yes, Nels. He's the man. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. I want to end this on iTunes, and we can continue on, on YouTube. Thank you for listening.